Hey there, I'm Janet. And I'm Brian. And we are Distinctive. Distinctive. So we are dual income, no kids. So we're coming at it uh, from a little different perspective for tips and tricks and advice how to go to Walt Disney World as an adult without little ones. Yes. So we like to open up as adults each episode. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what we call our magic word of the day. And today's magic word is quick. So each time you hear that word, you take your uh, a refreshing adult beverage and take a sip. And if you can, bonus points, if you can Disney theme your adult beverage. Absolutely. But, uh, and if you're a mega fan like Kelly, then you should chug right now and we'll wait. Okay. Let's okay. move on. So our topic today is the top quick service restaurants at the various Walt Disney World theme parks. Yes, so we've each chosen our favorite, and we also have chosen one lounge that has reasonably good snacks. So if you are, we're not always big on lunch, which usually quick service is kind of more of a lunchy thing. Um, so we've also chosen um, lounges that have snacks in case you just want something light and maybe a frosty beverage to go along. And as always, we like to open up each episode with a little game. And today's game is... Would you rather? So we have Disney-fied the party classic. And we are going to ask each other questions about what they would rather do of two not-so-fantastic options. You ready? Yep. Would you rather ride Journey into Imagination with Figment on loop or It's a Small World on loop? Hmm. With F I G M E N T, now you see things differently. <laughs> That's definitely the winner. I would lose my head if you played It's a Small World nonstop. I would, I really would. So, yeah, definitely Journey into Imagination with Pigment. Good choice. Yes, even though the original ride is way better. Um, all right, my turn. Would you rather make out with moi? on the Disney monorail or a Disney boat? Ooh. Boat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, boat's like mildly romantic. I mean, if you're going for like the ferry boat, you know, you can even maybe find a, a corner that you're not really in anyone's way. Um, I'm, I'm kind of down on Disney PDA, not, not really my thing, but yeah. If I did not have an option and I was forced to make out with you. Of course, I know. It'd be such a <laughs> uh, the monorail actually features in my Would You Rather, so um, there are there are definite off-putting aspects of the monorail um, that would make me potentially not in the mood. Note to self, we're taking Disney boats all the time. <laughs> I say, if I had to pick, I said. Boats, okay. boats, boats. All right, mine also features the monorail. You ready? Yes. Would you rather be trapped for two hours in the monorail okay. or at a bus sitting at the Disney Springs stop? Oh, uh, I mean, so I could have to get a little uh, uh, clarification. Are there literally no buses coming to the Disney Springs stop? No, no, you're in just, the bus. I'm in the bus. But you can't get out. But you can't get out and you're stuck at Disney Springs. Yes. Uh... For two hours? For two hours. Wow. Uh, that's a tough one. I feel like there's a high, I mean, is there zero chance of me getting out of it? 
it. You can't get out. Out of the bus. I just want to go bus because I feel like there's a higher chance I can get out. Um, okay, that's fine. I'll let you do that. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with the, um, the monorail. Really? Because I feel like I'm not missing out on anything. I'm stuck. I mean, it's not like I can the just... The buses are generally clean, though. I understand. The monorail Okay, okay. You're just convincing me. Whatever. 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 I'm, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ken Judgy, Judgy McJudgeter. Okay, uh, now <laughs> let's go on to something more serious, okay? All right. Okay. The topic at hand. Yes, yes. Disney food. Disney food. Mm, Disney food. Yes. One of the best things about Disney World, generally, in my opinion. Absolutely. So we're going to start off at each park and highlight the, the favorites that we have. Some, some we share and some we're different, but. Um, All right, so rules a little bit. We're limiting ourselves to counter service. Or fast casual. If you don't know, fast casual is when you kind of get the little um, pager, pager, and then they mm -hmm. bring your food to you, like they do at Panera Bread and some other mm -hmm. places. Um, and quick service is when you go up to the counter and you order. Um, and we're not counting any little kiosks um, no or boots. stands. No boots. No boots. All but. right. So Epcot, what's your pick? Epcot. Uh, I'm gonna go with Choza de Margarita, Margarita, um, outside the Mexico Pavilion. Tell um, people what that is if they haven't been there in like a year, because uh, it wasn't there. Yet. Oh yeah, it's pretty recent. I guess it's within the last year or so. Um, essentially, it's a permanent uh, location just outside of the Mexico Pavilion, right across from San Angel, you know, Cantina. Cantina. Um, and they serve pretty much what you expect. It's the place where they serve margaritas. It used to have its own little stand, it used to exist, and they made it into a permanent place because they were so popular. And you can get frozen margaritas or you, you get margaritas on the rocks. But I figured this is a two for a stop for me because definitely getting a margarita, but I'm also like some tacos. I like me some tacos. I feel like the tacos at Choza are really tasty and they have a lot they have an aioli that's a little spicy on it i think it's a better, you like them better than the tacos at the traditional quick service that's been there yeah forever yeah definitely absolutely and they also have options like guacamole with little pepitas beware there are the pumpkin seeds they, they do add some heat to it um but yeah i think there's a you know good number of uh snacks that i like and i'm definitely getting a margarita can't pass it up so chose a margarita all right, and for me at Epcot, my favorite is the Tangerine Cafe in the Morocco Pavilion. Um, so I struggled with this a little bit because there's actually more sit-down restaurants that are really good quality in Epcot than there are quick service. Yeah. Um, but the um, Tangerine Cafe, uh, they've got, my favorite thing is that they've got both vegetarian and non-vegetarian options. So I'm not vegetarian, but I do actually enjoy to eat vegetarian meals I quite a lot. I that all the time. Um, so they've got some kebabs, but they also have things like couscous bowls and nice salads there. Um, and they do serve alcohol there. Um, it might not be in the, no, yeah, they've got alcoholic and they've also got some teas and other non-alcoholic beverages there. Um, and my favorite thing about it is they've got a little sweet stand, um, all the way in the back and their baklava is 
really good. Um, so it's just nice. It's got a lot of selection. Most of the things that are there are light. They're not going to weigh you down when you're walking around in the park. And they, um, the seating area is nice. It's covered. Um, so they've yeah. got indoor and outdoor seating. But even the outdoor seating is relatively cool because it's right there by a fountain. Um, and it's in the shade. Usually, most of, at least some of the tables are in the shade almost all the time. So uh, I like Tangerine Cafe. Yeah, intent for an upcoming video, that's a great spot where you can get in the shade and avoid some of the little ones if you're tired of experiencing Unless Jasmine is there. Unless well, Jasmine's over in the back corner, mm -hmm. so you're fine with right there. So it's a great spot. Um, so Lounge, I think we no contest. agree on this one wholeheartedly. Tudo Gusto. Gusto, the wine cellar, the wine cellar in particular. All right, so this one actually is still kind of a secret. Shh. We'll tell you, but don't tell anyone else. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Um, Whisper. You're our friends, viewers. Mm -hmm. Don't tell. Um, yeah, the wine cellar is really nice. It's got um, a genuine wine cellar thing going for genuine. it. Um, Just we, cleaner. We've been to Italy, we've been to wine cellars in Italy, and the theming here Show is up. on point. It's very, very, um, very, very good. And it's cool in there. There's a lot of uh, loungy kind of seating. There's also kind of your typical bar seating, as well as some high top tables that can see the crowd. So if you've got a group of like six or eight people, this can be a good spot. Um, you may have a small wait for uh, one of the larger tables, but um and sometimes it can be kind of more community tables. So if there's two people sitting there, there's um no reason not to, you know, take the other end of the table. That's something that definitely fits the vibe of the place. Um, they have a fantastic wine selection there. Uh, they do have a sommelier on staff who works there full time and will be happy to direct you to um, good wine choices. They also have wine flights if you don't want to have to think about it too hard. Um, and it's just a nice place to relax and chill for a little while. And the AC is definitely pumping in there. It's working very and the uh, and the food choices are basically the appetizers from the restaurant next door that it's attached to um, Tutu Italia as well as the um, kind of smaller portions of some of the pasta dishes etc so you can get some you can if you have two three of those and share um, you'll be full absolutely definitely share them they're a little bit larger so um, I completely agree I think in addition to it what you see is based off of the atmosphere being dimly lit and being wine cellar themed, you'll see people, you know, with children walk in, peer their head in the door, and they're like, uh, this is not where I park my car. And they go right, <laughs> they go right back out the door, which is good. And you say cheers. You say cheers, and you drink to it. So it, re it results in a place that's quieter for certain, a place that's chiller and, you know, attitude. You don't have to worry about, like, you know, people running up and down the place like you see most everywhere else in Walt Disney World. So, um, but uh, you will not be intimidated. As an adult, you will walk straight in there confidently knowing exactly what you're going to get, which is some vino and some fresh mozzarella. Mm. Mm, mozzarella, that's very good. Um, but do, do do this. Don't be intimidated by asking for guidance by the sommelier. That's what he's there for. And I know most people are like, oh, sommelier, he's for the uber wealthy people to go talk to who really know about wine. No, yeah, kind of, sort of. But we're at Walt Disney World, let's be honest. There's not really a lot of xenophiles here, xenophile, whatever it's called. Xenophiles. Xenophiles, okay, give it, me a break. But uh, 
yeah, so he's pretty much going, you know, he's not super busy other than I mean, he's managing the wine program. But yes, ask him questions, get advice, get guidance, and that way you can learn a little bit more about wine. And if you are an enophile, um, he probably is a little bored because there aren't that many people walking in there. So um, you can have some fantastic conversations. So if you know your wine, um, you know, bend his ear a little bit. I'm sure that you'll have some great conversation. Um, they, they do it right. Yeah, two, 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 Absolutely. Two. Dimly lit means children get the help. No. Wow. Just, that's wow. That's what it says. Does it? It's a friendly channel. It's a friendly okay. channel. Okay. Wow. All right. So right, moving right along so to you, Hollywood Studios. Yep. Um, this is a tough one because pretty much all the quick service in Hollywood Studios is terrible. Let's just be frank. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so if you like a hamburger, standard Disney yeah. hamburger with fries, you're fine Pizza. at Hollywood Studios probably. Um, but if you're looking for something a little more, a little less theme park and a little more interesting, um, you've got your work cut out for you at Hollywood Studios. I chose Fairfax Fair. Fairfax Fair is the quick service restaurant that is down toward the Tower of Terror. So if you walk into the park and you hang that right down that first main road, Sunset, Sunset Boulevard, yeah. you will, it'll come up on your left. It kind of looks like a produce stand, farmer's market kind of theme is what they've got going there. Um, and the food is, is fine. Um, it's, it's non-offensive and they've got some healthier options than just burgers and fries. And so I picked that one. Well, that's my choice too, because there really isn't anything there. Uh, all I'm looking for is one go-to meal out of these places that just don't have good options like Hollywood Studios. So for me, it is the pulled pork sandwich at Fairfax Fair. It's pretty delicious. I think they give you a fair amount of pulled pork for it. But yeah, I just don't go in there with really high expectations of great food for quick service restaurants and Hollywood Studios. So moving on to the lounge, I think uh, we both agree it's uh, tap line, Brett. Tap. Baseline tap house. Hey, I always freak that one right up. Baseline tap house is slapping the bass, man, slapping the bass. Okay, um, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's okay. They'll um, get it. They'll get it. So. <laughs> Um, it's kind of a toss-up, right? Because you've got basically two to choose from. You've got the Baseline Tap House and you've got the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. We have not actually experienced the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge yet. I have a feeling I'm actually, that one's going to take Sean, first place do. for me when I get there. Um, it looks to be really nice, but we have not actually had it yet. So for me, Baseline Tap House wins by default. The beers on tap are good um, and you have a nice selection. The snacks are could leave something to be desired they've got a um um not crudite um charcuterie, charcuterie board um so they've got a charcuterie board and i think they've got some um soft pretzels, pretzels. and that sort of thing yeah. um i think they rotate that menu slightly uh the same as they rotate the beers but you know they've got kind of your typical bar nosh um and it's good uh if a little bit overpriced, in my opinion. Three points on Baseline Tap House that make it a great place to lounge in Hollywood Studios. One, this, this is probably, I'm pretty confident saying, the largest beer selection on draft in all Walt Disney World property. Two is they are most often rotating their taps than any other uh, bar that serves uh, draft beer in all of Walt Disney World. And three is, you get a selection of West Coast brews because it's supposed to be West Coast themed. And so there's a lot of 
brews that you wouldn't be able to get normally on the East Coast. Even if you went out to a restaurant or go to a liquor store, you're not going to find a lot of these. So it's a great chance to get a little bit sampling of what they have to offer over on the West Coast. There you go. All right. Moving right along to the Animal Kingdom. Yeah. What's your pick for best quick service at Animal Kingdom? Uh, this is by far the easiest one of the bunch because I believe it is the best quick service restaurant in all of Walt Disney World. Satuli, I think, Canteen. It's in Navi, so I don't know how to pronounce Satuli, but I'll guess that's it. Um, absolutely the best because I think you get the most value for the money. You get a, a great a great meal that's not only delicious but healthy and i think the way they've done the variety of you know options that you have available to you on you know the base being you know you can do rice or rice and beans or you can do lettuce and then the meat options you have available and on top of that you can also take either bowls or you can take the little uh, what do they call them pots the little little pots yes so um I think there everything's there that I've tasted is delicious, and it, it was the very first restaurant to introduce mobile order, and we were there the probably day three when they unveiled um, mobile order there, and it went off without a hitch, and it still does every time we visit there, so it's easy. I know a lot of places are doing mobile order, but in terms of efficiency, I think they're just well built for it, and so yeah, absolutely best best quick service restaurant bar none. I agree with you on the mobile order. I would recommend any place that offers mobile order, do the mobile order. Um, even the places that aren't as well built to accommodate mobile order, like Casey's Corner and Magic Kingdom, uh, you've got a 50-50 shot of it being better and a 50-50 shot of it being worse or about the same. So you might as well do the mobile order. Um, it almost always works out um, a little more conveniently, yeah. and it's free if you have the Absolutely. app. Um, I picked the same one. Oh, of course. So Tuli Canteen, um, I love the pods. So the pods are basically these bao buns that are, they've got two flavors. They have curry, which is a vegetarian option, and they have like a hamburger flavored one, cheeseburger mm. flavored one. Um, and I'm actually not a typical cheeseburger fan. Um, I usually have just a plain burger with only cheese and onion on it. So I was a little worried about all the mustard and ketchup and um, pickle and everything else that would be in that pod, but um, they work. I enjoy them. So I think if you enjoy cheeseburgers, you'll probably really enjoy it. Um, and even if you don't, give them a whirl. Um, and all the dishes there, they come with this fantastic little like pickled um, salad. Relish. Pickled relish. Yeah, it's like um, it's julienne veggies, yeah. stuff, like carrots and cabbage and stuff. Mm. Um, and it is super yummy. So, and kettle chips too. So I, yeah, I picked the same one. Um, I will give a shout out to, I wasn't sure if it counted as a kiosk or not, which is why I didn't pick it. It's a kiosk, but, but it has a um, Eight Spoons Cafe is, yes. is, a, is an honorable mention here. So it is a, it's a kiosk, but it's a permanent kiosk. It's always there. Um, and they serve kind of dressed up mac and cheese there. So you could get like a oh. pulled pork mac and cheese or... Fancy mac and I think cheese. They, I think they change up which mac and cheeses there are, so you check the menu they, when you go there. Um, it's on Discovery Isle over by, um, on your way to Asia, so to the right of Bugs Life as you head into the park. That's right. To the right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so shout out to Eight Spoon Cafe, which is yummy if you just want something light, like mac and cheese. All right. Moving on to the lounge for 
Animal Kingdom since we again, both again no contest again no contest not even close. It's Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge. Absolutely. So this is a lounge that's associated with Tiffin's Restaurant, which is a fine signature dining restaurant. Um, but they do have the associated bar lounge, which is open most of the day. I think it opens around like noon. Um, and uh, you don't have to be eating at Tiffin's to go there. It is it's pretty good. The secret's out on that one. Yeah. A little I mean, bit. It's right, it's right on the edge of Discovery Island and where Pandora begins. So... So as Pandora opened up, it got more popular, go figure. But uh, the outdoor seating area is wonderful. It's uh, completely covered and shaded. They have lots of fans moving air. You get a little breeze from, yeah, I recommend you sitting as close to the, to the little river there that they have. Uh, you kind of get pulled out of the theme park for a second. You just feel like you're, you know, in, you know, Florida swamp for a second. Yeah. So, in uh, the best sense. In the best sense of the word swamp, yes. Um, but yeah, and I think the drink program is on point. Um, yeah, mixed drinks here, very, very good. Absolutely. I try, I try and try a new, different one from what I had last time. Every time we go. Yeah, and I just am in love with any place that does tea infused drinks. Period, because I'm a tea drinker. Uh, so I, I think it's phenomenal that they even have that as an option. Snacks here, slightly overpriced, but very good. Um, so you may not want to make a meal of it, but um, get a little nosh uh, to go along with your beverage. Share. Definitely recommend it. Split the cost. Get one and share. Yeah, split the cost. Absolutely. Um, one thing to note, uh, I feel like since they've become more popular, they feel a little understaffed. So if you want the best service, sit at the bar. And that could be on the inside or the outside. The inside's very nicely themed as well. Um, usually there, you're going to have to scope out or you know, for a, uh, an outdoor seating area, maybe for 10 minutes or something. Indoors is usually not the case, or at the bar is almost always available. So. Yeah, you can usually score a table inside even if outside is taken and you don't want to wait. Um, and the inside is really nice. They've got these cool decorations of where the Imagineers have been from like all over the world um, as they were designing the Animal Kingdom Park. And it's, it's a really cool experience. They've got a whole bunch of uh, different little Tibetan prayer strips and uh, little uh, hanging from the ceiling, which is a cool effect. And they've got a lot of um, like signed pictures and stuff that if you look up toward the ceiling, you'll see. Um, and so, yeah, the, the theming in there is is cool. Um, and it doesn't hurt that the, you know, the AC is blasting in there. So if you, that's another reason to sit inside rather than that. All right, quick question. Is it the best lounge on all of Disney property? Ooh. No. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. We'll get into that. I will get into that. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole nother video yeah. on lounges probably. Yeah, I disagree. But there me. are, there are lounges that are outside no. of the parks, which I would prefer personally. Depends on what you Yeah. We'll go into that. Uh, all right. So we agreed on both in Animal Kingdom. Moving on finally to Magic Kingdom. Tough because Magic Kingdom was a dry park until just very recently. And even now, there are beverages, alcoholic beverages, only offered at the sit down restaurants. So we're going to be a little less boozy in this particular conversation yes, and instead focus on food. On food. Yeah. So what do you got? Best quick service at the Magic uh, Kingdom? I mean, I think all the, let's just say food options in general are more tailored towards kids because that's. The original park and so I think it's more kid-friendly food there even the adult sized portions are kid-friendly for whatever reason there's just not that many good options 
uh, even with the sit down, there's only a couple in my mind, but quick service is even less. So I'm just going to go like I did with Hollywood Studios, pick one place that just has one go-to dish for me that I know I'm going to enjoy. And that is found at Pico's Bill's Telltale Inn and Cafe, and that's at the border of Adventureland and Frontierland. Um, yeah, they have a go-to dish for me when it's nice and hot outside. Nachos. No. Um, the nachos there are no, good. It's, I don't want hot food when I'm already uh -huh. hot. You know, and it's, it's so I'm going with the Southwest chicken salad. I love Southwestern salads. I love Southwestern food, and I think they do a great job, and it's consistent. I enjoy it every time. So that's pretty much a very low bar, but that's my go-to. There is the nachos. Nachos are good. Uh, that nachos are fine too. Um, so I chose the Beauty and the Beast restaurant. Mm. So not everybody, not everybody knows that this place is open for lunch. It is. Uh, it's quick service at lunch rather no, than it's fast casual. Well, it's fast right. casual at lunch, you're right. Mm -hmm. um, rather than uh, sit down as it is at dinner. Um, but the food is very similar. Um, a little bit smaller portions, I think, and there may be a couple of things that aren't on the lunch menu that are on the dinner menu. But for the most part, um, you know, it's it's good French food. It's not you know anything to write home about, but it's good and it's not extravagantly priced. You pay a little bit of an extra premium for it being in the castle there, but it, um, the fact that it's fast casual does um, help with that. So what you do is you go in, you kind of order at your little kiosk, you'll be assigned a kiosk and you order what you want and you get a little rose, it's very cute, um, that you bring with you to your table um, and then your food is served to you. So it's kind of a combo between um, that quick service right. dining option and a sit down meal um, and it's nice you know the the decor in there is really great so um, it's worth checking out even for that um, not sure exactly how the reservation process works on that we had done a walk up for lunch once um, but we may have just gotten crazy lucky because that was pretty near when it no, first I opened. Think, I think so. they reserve a, a good portion of it for walk-ins for lunch Dinner, not so much. Anyway, Dinner, get so, that, so that's my choice. Um, and we can't pick a lounge at Magic Kingdom because there aren't any. There aren't any, and that's just historically because it was dry. And so what we've chosen to do instead is we would go on a, 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 one of the resorts on the monorail loop for a lounge. So, yep. what's so your the, pick the resorts that are on that monorail loop are the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian. Each of them has at least one lounge. Uh, Polynesian and Grand Floridian, I believe each have two. Um, and I like at the Grand Floridian Meisner's Lounge, which is the one on the second floor. Um, it's got a fantastic view of Seven Seas Lagoon and of the castle. And it is excellent service there. Uh, the one drawback for this as a lounge is that they don't really have any snacks. Um, they have kind of your typical, you know, nut bowl nut and that bowl. sort of thing. Um, and they'll be happy to refill it for you if, you know, you're a little bit peckish, but you can't really order proper food here. But the drinks are excellent and the service is even better. I think sometimes they have some live music. There's a yes. piano in there. Later so. in the evening, they usually have live music. Yeah. Um, my pick uh, for a lounge on the Monterey Loop would be at Polynesian. And it would be Trader Sam's. You can't pick Trader Sam's. It's only open after it's 4 o'clock. It's okay. So it's still loud. No, no, no. It makes it a bar. Okay. It makes it a bar. Fine. Fine. Then I agree with you. Miser's Lounge. We'll do another one about Trader Sam's. I think Trader Sam's, honestly, it deserves its entire video. An it entire might. video. It might very well. 
Yeah, so I don't want to ruin that one. So okay. we'll get into that one later. But uh, I even like the Quick Surface better on uh, in the Polynesian. Captain Cook's is by far, I mean, the, the pork, pulled pork nachos. Pulled pork nachos, must do. Captain Cook's, do it. You must do it. It's like a giant pile of pulled pork. You will end up with more pork than chips. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Pineapple. If you don't like pineapple, then don't do it. You can get it without pineapple. I guess you can. Um, all right. Is that it? Uh, I think that's it for this episode. So we would like to close every episode with a quote from the man himself, Mr. Walt Disney. And today's quote is, I love Mickey Mouse more than any woman I have ever known except her. Except Aww, you're disgusting. Okay. All right. So that's it for today. I'm Janet. And I'm Brian. And we are Distinctive. Distinctive.